Hey everybody, this is Josh, and I'm here with Brett. And we're also here with Technical Errors. Yes, uh, this is our third time trying this, so uh, fingers crossed. Yep. But um, this is our belated Journey to the West Conquering the Demons special. Uh, do we have any jokes left for this part? Nope, we're fresh out of jokes. <laughs> we, ha we had really good ones, like we really did. And but it's over now. Like there's none left. Yeah, I mean we've been saving all our top notch banner like for the past eight weeks, ever just for this special. Ever since I heard we were doing Odyssey to the West, I uh, you know I started I, I started reading up. I'm like, monkey demon, monkey demon. Um, monkeys like bananas. Oh, banana hammock. That's a good one. Perfect. And you know. I guess I I guess I lost that one too now. Yeah. So that was that was literally the last shred of comedy you're gonna find yeah. on the Shower Podcast. But uh, in lieu of that, we have watched, as I said, the Stephen Chow directed adaptation of the Journey to the West novel, um, which Wait. draws upon the same inspiration as Enslaved Odyssey of the West. So for those of you who followed along with that game club, this is kind of like a little addendum. Yeah, and for those of you that haven't, you don't don't bother. Don't keep listening to this. You're not you're not going to find anything in it to enjoy. Yeah, unless you watch the movie. Yeah, if you watch the movie, you can be like, "What the fuck are they? Why are they drawing all these weird parallels between this and some post-apocalyptic platformer action game?" And we we don't have answers for you. No, we're, we're we just doing it. We had uh, nothing better to do on a Wednesday night. It is it is the way of the Buddha to not ask questions. Is that actually true? I have no idea. Okay. It sounds wise. It sounds really wise. Brett is our Buddhism authority, and he has, like, an infinitesimal knowledge. I have a, I have a book of the Dalai Lama's advice for Christians next to my toilet. That's my, uh, that's my citation. <laughs> that's the basis <laughs> for all of your information? All yeah, right. that's what I know. Fair enough. I've said that I've been a Buddhist for the last uh, eight years now. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. I, I haven't done any actual reading. <laughs> Um, so but, yeah, there we go. To, yeah, so that was our special. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed listening, as I'm sure you did. Uh, Stephen Chow, if you have any questions for us, please write in. Yeah, write in to sharewordpodcast at gmail.com, Stephen Chow, with any uh, criticisms or concerns. I'm sure you'll have zero. That's why we won't hear from you. Uh, I have personally have zero criticisms of this movie. Um, yeah, it was actually, I was kind of iffy going in, but I was pretty happy with it yeah. by the end. Like, uh, like we were close to the end when I paused it and I'm like, it feels like we're close to the end, but it doesn't feel like that much time has passed. Mm -hmm. And like, there was still 30 minutes left in the movie. It was just like super dense. Tons of shit happening. Yeah. It was really cool. Like it didn't feel like there was much wasted at all, mm -hmm. which like you would think that being like drawing from the same source material as like a 12 or so hour long game uh, until we realized at the end that like the entire film really <laughs> just covers chapter one and two of the game. Yeah, like... Which was kind of cool. I'm kind of into it because that means that there might be an opportunity for more movies in the same vein, which I doubt because it looked expensive as shit. Yeah. But I hope. It's, I really do. Their CG budget must have been huge, because a lot of it was really well done, but either way, there was just so much of it that yeah. it must have put a tent in their wallets. Like, it was really well done, it was all over the place, uh, and there was actually even some kind of creepy stuff in there. Yeah, as the um, 
like the end scene was kind of first unfurling it was definitely eerie to say the least yeah and then like uh man like should should we go chronologically or should we yeah we should dial it back i guess to the beginning uh where they kick it off with some of the old uh lovable bridge puzzles channeling brett's favorite part of the game chapter six oh absolutely where they're in the uh ramshackle wooden like port town and trying to uh like seesaw the fish yeah well let's let's dial it further back and just go i really like how this whole thing starts with a dad just trying to entertain his kid and then getting murdered horribly in front of her terribly and she's still clapping along all happy like the movie is way more gruesome than i thought it was going oh yeah i expected like going in i expected like a, a pretty glossy just like um palatable action movie we get glossy later (laughs) yeah uh but what it actually ended up being was like one part just like hyper gory and sadistic and another part like slapstick and crude which i wasn't gonna i wasn't really expecting but um it definitely works for the movie like well especially because it's all uh translated like, we were watching with subtitles. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of the... Like, specifically, there were some jokes that, like, completely fell flat because it was all about a verbal delivery. Yeah, it was um, all about, like, a pun. And it's like, yeah. I can hear that he's saying something similar. I bet what you're saying would make me yeah. chuckle. Like, during the part where he's, like, impotent and important, I'll bet you he was saying different words for each. Yeah. And they were just like, well... Yeah, Prince important, specifically, I felt like had the most dud scenes. And I feel like that was... I don't know. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that that's because most of his jokes revolved around like puns and wordplay and that kind yeah. of thing that was just kind of lost when you're reading it on the subtitles. But um, a lot of like there's a I lot of like his name. Though. Yeah. Prince important. A lot of the jokes are like they're very kinetic without going full three stooges. Like I wouldn't say it's like bass slapstick. <laughs> There is a decent amount of that, but a lot yeah. of it is, is, like, a little bit more clever than that, which I appreciated. Yeah, I'd like, well, shit. Maybe we shouldn't go chronological. Maybe I we should just talk about the shit we really liked. Fair enough. Um, I really loved that scene where they had the obedience charm and it landed on uh, Triptaka's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he started doing all the sexy poses with the lady. Yeah, that was pretty solid. Holy shit. I think he made an impression on that guard, the shirtless one, because yeah. then later he's like open to go have a little fling with Prince Important. <laughs> Which was great. I liked the continuity there. Yeah, like, because you could even see in the moment he's just kind of like cautiously open. Yeah. I don't know exactly. Until he what requests his sword. Yeah, until he. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm not open anymore. He's got to keep up appearances. Yeah, he's like, he's a brutal fuck. Well, he said, get me my sword. Uh, uh. Well, he said, where is my sword? He might have been asking Triptaka. Oh, could you fetch my sword for me? Unsheath it, if you will. Whoa. Um, but yeah, so obviously things are all kind of jumbled up because Enslaved is already like a very massive departure in terms of like how the characters manifest and that kind of thing. But it seems like uh, things were even more jumbled than we anticipated because like... Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Like, I didn't realize for the first, like, third that um, Shen is actually Triptaka because uh, he doesn't... 
gain the title until the end of the movie. So you kind of just had to pick up on it as it was as it was progressing. He seems like I was he, calling him Monkey for the first like yeah, because <laughs> um, like he's got wild hair and it's like yeah, that he, could be a monkey thing. He looks like he's got some kind of acrobatic. He's got like an acrobatic physique to him. So yeah. I could have seen it. Yeah, but his his hair didn't look like an ice cream. Like so, an ice cream. So yeah, he he kind of missed on that one. So um, and then I was convinced that Monkey was uh, Chuan for a little while. I kind of uh, see cause that because they were hanging out together so long. Uh, yeah, but I didn't have a real strong grasp of the timetable yet, and they hadn't actually brought up the Monkey King. Yeah. Like within the context of Enslaved Odyssey to the West, I think that Duam barely exists. Like, yeah, I don't actually know what the analogy would be necessarily. Yeah, because like, well, the love interest thing's already that's already handled. Yeah, she's not like Pigsy, mm-hmm. not really. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they had, when designing the characters for Enslaved, they had like taken elements of Duam and just kind of like translated them into other characters, yeah. which is pretty common for adaptations that take liberties. Yeah, just kind of like combining them, but um. Speaking of which, Pigsy, uh, Josh noticed this while we were watching, Pigsy does have a direct analog in the pig demon. Yes. But not just in that he's a pig. But... Yeah, we were joking at first, like, oh, here's Pigsy, and then when they reveal his backstory, it's like, oh no, he's like straight up jealous of women ogling handsome men. Yeah, and then you know, kills him with his uh, candlestick pitchfork murdering implement. Yeah, he uh, he didn't really have as many grappling hook scenes, which I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah, about. no, he's uh, he's not going. Hey, monkey, try to beat me in a contest of skill, and I'm just gonna cheat. Shoot this ball, monkey. Um, yeah. well, speaking of which, that poor Taoist monk. Yeah, he, <laughs> in the first scene, he got his ass handed to him pretty early. I thought he was going to be a more prominent character, and then it's like, oh no, he's literally just a crater in the deck. Yeah, like I thought he was going to become a demon because of his like perception of being victimized. Yeah, and like kind of manipulation of the ignorant populace, or just his own delusions. It was kind of hard to tell if yeah. he was uh, savvy to the fact that the stingray wasn't a demon. Yeah, I think he was just like. Well, I did my job, everyone loves me, and this is right. I'm, I'm, I finally found my place in the world. And then he gets fucked. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's also an asshole. But everyone's an asshole. That's kind of how you fall into these traps. Mm. So, like, uh, maybe maybe in uh, Journey to the West, Enslaved, Odyssey to the West, version 2.0, <laughs> we'll get to see that guy. Yeah. Um, one of the other details that I really loved was the bag that uh duam uses to contain the demons yeah it it's first of all it's just like so logistically cool because she like she throws this tarp over them and then like cinches it up with a string and it like funnels into this little sphere it's like a little metallic egg that she conceals them in and then she twists it out and then they're in this cute little pouch that if you look has all the detailing to make the pouch look like the animal that their demon embodies like it's so cool and it makes so much sense Mm -hmm. and it's cute too yeah, and it's one of the better examples of the CG, uh, like, transitioning well into, like, live-action props. Yeah. Except for the one time where uh, they first capture the boar, and he just, like, thrashes around spastically in yeah. the bag for, like, ten seconds. That looks weird. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, it, it definitely, like, it looked basically seamless during the times when it was used correctly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was, like, really uncertain about the movie during, like, the end of the first arc of uh, the time when... The serpent or the... No, Duom, ca- like, capturing and, like, oh, pestering yeah. uh, Shen. It was... She really does not know how to accept no. Yeah, no. No, she does not. And, like, that part of the movie was really weird because, at, like, up until then it was like, okay, well, we kind of know where this is going. And then it stops and it's just like she's trying to woo him and both of us were just like, we're in uncharted territory here. Yeah, it felt kind of meandering for a little bit there, but then it kind of found its way with yeah. uh, Prince Importance and Footman. And, and I mean... It ended up leading up to something in the end. Like, it it wasn't just, you know, pointless. Mm -hmm. Like, they were going somewhere with it. And it was funny. So... Yeah, Yeah. it it worked out in the end. Yeah. Uh, Dwam's sister never shows up again. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Shit. (laughs) She's probably going to be pretty sad when she finds out that she's fucking dead. Like, Triftig, just at the end of his journey, looks back and goes, Oh, shit. Like, he's, like, full Buddha now. He's... Oh, I forgot to let her... Mm. It might be... Oh. I... Is it a little late, or should I just... <laughs> let me let you down easy. She um, turned into cosmic space dust. It was really rad. You had to be there. But then I became the... Well, you know. We, we, should, we should save our impressions and laugh at the end, because, man, that is so fucking cool. Holy shit. Well, actually... Does that kind of... Well, oh, no, we should talk about... The actual monkey. Yeah, we haven't actually gotten to the Monkey King, who... Uh, the casting was really good, I thought, because it had... It was kind of like a cross between, I guess, like a golem and, I don't know, someone a, a lot more, like, smooth-talking and, yeah. <laughs> and conniving. Like, like, you get the idea is that, like, first you're like... You know, it kind of goes through the usual trickery thing, where, you know, it's like... First you Here's go in... Gift. Yeah, like, you go in, he's just, like, a normal... He's like, oh, I I haven't met someone in years. And, like, you can tell he's actually kind of legitimately happy. Mm -hmm. But then that immediately falls away to him just going, now, how do I win? You know, he's like, take this seal. Oh, man, well, you should let me out of here. I tried really hard. I got rid of all my demon stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I don't believe that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And when he does inevitably release him by pulling out the lotus i really liked that because um i don't know if this was intentional but like if you look at the seal when he's presenting it earlier it has like these roots growing over it i feel like the lotus roots grew down and kind of enraptured those were the things that were actually um those were the things that were actually flashing and and, like making movements and shit yeah like the the seal itself that he was trying to get wasn't doing anything but yeah he was making contact with part of the lotus and it was burning him yeah, okay, that's cool. So that was a nice little environmental detail. I'm Yeah. I might be looking too far into that. But no, I think you got that one. Okay. Um but uh yeah. yeah, and then uh I really liked how, you know, the whole thing with like you know, with how Triptych gets tricked. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's 
He's at his most emotional and vulnerable state. Yeah, he just turned down a girl by threatening to cut his finger off. Um, We've all been there, but it's a, it's a tough position to be in. It's a tough one. Like You've only got so many fingers. You know, basic human empathy requires that you know you, you understand. You know where he's coming from. You're just yeah. like, no, I don't like you, and I'm going to prove it. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. Um, but yeah, and so you know, he's at a low moment, and the guy's just like, oh, I've never seen the moon. Triptych's just like, you know what? I may be getting shit on, but I'm at least going to help him out. Mm-hmm. And then the lotus catches fire in his hands. He throws it. Everything's on fire. Yeah. The monkey king comes out and starts killing people. And he's like, oh, shit. It's also clever because um, it it reflects well on the monkey king because the first time he's trying to trick Triptaka, he's trying to prey on his selfishness by giving him a gift. And only when he gives him an opportunity to be selfless by moving the uh, the lotus, that's when he actually falls for it. Because he's not he's like acting on impulse when he's doing anything selfless. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, it's it. He doesn't even think about it. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah, just sure. his nature, which is like the perfect, which is what Monkey should have done the first time, but he just didn't realize it. Yeah, well, I mean, if I was trying to manipulate someone after five hundred years of complete isolation, I'd probably make a misstep. Yeah. I could see your, your social skills being a little rusty. A little bit. A little bit. Maybe your skin a little bit gray and your hair very thin and scraggly. Yeah, kind of all fucked up. And, and you just start kind of like gyrating at the first woman that comes into your cave. Yeah, and then she's kind of making friends with you, but she also kind of doesn't want anything. And then you're like teaching her how to dance, which you picked up in your time in the hole. Yeah, that scene was weird too. She, you could tell she's like trying to make Triptaka jealous for a second and then immediately regrets it. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit, this is not working in the exact way I had hoped. No, and that's like... And then I really like the scene where they're, where they're discussing the whole thing and he's like... And the Monkey King's just like, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go to leave you alone? This, this is all I have. This is the tiny fucking cave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't even acknowledge him yeah not a lot of privacy down there I, I, I felt bad for Monkey in that one moment but you know he kind of lost his goodwill when he just started murdering everybody yeah he cashes it in real quick yeah uh, he bursts free goes down to earth starts ripping out uh, Triptaka's hair mm. which is a nice like progression towards the iconic Buddha look fucking so clever yeah. So clever. Yeah, that was good. I it's it's so like uh smoothly and elegantly done that it almost made me a little disappointed when the robes were just like an arbitrary transition. Yeah. Because they did that they found such a good approach for one element of the visual change in the character that it it was like it was like the character development equivalent of the Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Oh yeah, so uh, spoilers uh trip Triptaka becomes a monk, and he becomes, like, powerful in the ways of the Buddha, mm. and he becomes, like, kind of an aspect of Buddha, and just, mm. you know, he, he starts fighting the Monkey King on equal ground, he summons probably the coolest CG thing I've ever seen. Though, yeah, the hand expanding inward until you see, like, the cellular level. That yeah. Was, that was pretty rad. And it gives you an, an idea of just how fucking huge it is. Yeah. Like... You could theoretically have an entire journey upon the palm of that hand. <laughs> yeah, like the kind, kind of the entire last like twenty minutes of the movie are basically just like a CG spectacle, like 
the sword fight scene uh, between yeah. Prince Important and Monkey was pretty awesome, especially when they form a sword mecha. Oh, that was so cool. That was that was a cool effect. And then we get to see the staff for a bit. Yeah. Which I was joking about <laughs> the, the plasma staff coming up because uh, they were having a projectile duel, and then all of a sudden he whips it out. It was like an instant before he did it, too. It was really good timing. I was a little sad we didn't get to see him use the cloud at all. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I wonder if that's what the uh, that's what his little crown thing becomes. I wonder if he someday learns how to whip that off and then that <laughs> becomes his cloud. Yeah. I did like that they had uh, they had that like right up at the front and it was just like, oh, yeah, there's the headband. Yeah, yeah. Which then later, once he's like pacified, you see that as like, I guess, like his... I don't know. Describing it as like his shackle to Buddhist teachings is probably not the way that Buddha would put it, but I don't know. Uh, it's kind of just like a, a marker, I guess. Just, just like signifying like, his current state. Like maybe, maybe it's like you can take this off at any time. We'll just and smack then you can you. go back in that hole. Yeah, we'll smack you with a giant golden hand. Yeah, man, that was so cool. Yeah, I, I like that scene a lot. <sighs> That's why I want to start reading more seriously. I want. To want to be able to smack down some fools yeah yeah that's 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 how you follow buddhism mm -hmm. you want to harm people yes it's all about self-improvement by m making everybody worse oh absolutely you're relatively better that you way. just want to take them all down you know make them all feel miserable worthless stop climbing the corporate ladder of it, life it is well it's about dragging the corporate ladder down to you yeah and sitting on top of it and pissing in their mouths well said. As the Buddha said in his scripture. <laughs> um, I think that about covers it. Yeah, uh, you know, it's kind of a quickie. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, that's it, kind of what I was hoping for. Yeah, nothing yeah. too big, but just yeah. kind of impressions, like stuff we liked. Yeah, that was a. Uh, it was interesting to see like two vastly, vastly different interpretations of the same, like pretty, like archetypical uh yeah. like kind of hero's journey sort of thing but they took it in a very different directions both of which are pretty awesome in their own ways i kind of like this one a little bit more if only because it literalizes all of the metaphors like instead of just like his feet were like mountains it's like his feet are like mountains but in exchange he has a very tiny foot most of the time <laughs> like yeah that's fucking great I love it when people do shit like that. Yeah, that was such a bizarre character. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> Alright, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I hope you all enjoyed the game and the movie. Um, god knows I did enjoy the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, the combat <laughs> in uh, Journey to the West. Mm, I, was, I was not a fan. I mean, Journey to the West combat, I want to see that movie put into a game by Platinum. <laughs> Like every other game, you coming just out this want year. platinum to make every game. I really do. I really do. Ugh. They're fucking amazing. You're incorrigible. They're the best. They're anyway. as good as it gets. If, if platinum made enslaved, it would have been the best game ever. All right. This has been Josh, <laughs> Brett. Thanks for listening. Stay platinum, baby. Oh, baby, a triple. Whoa-wee. Yeah, we're not going to have you that close to the mic.